and she basically just says that in order if if he wants to be powerful amongst men and win all battles and have the respect of kings all he has to do is consume the hearts of three recently dead or something like that and then she vanishes and so the next scene is him digging up a body and trying to eat this heart and he and it was really good because the camera just focuses on how like obviously hard this is for him and how disgusting it is and he like only gets a few bites in and he looks like he's gonna throw up and he's just like horrified and like oh this is gross but like it's really just hard to eat it and then it cuts back to him returning to the road finding the woman and killing her and then he makes a drum out of her skin and and sells it to the king so that he can win his battles i watched an anthology that all was just like short folk horror And I believe it was meant to be, like, recycling old myths. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Some of them were better than others. The Melonhead one is the one I told Jensen about yesterday, and that was the only, like, American-seeming one. And, of course, it was also the worst. <laughs> Sadly, I can't get that Emo's Not Dead tank top. It's Aww. only available in small right now. The rest are all sold out. You might be able to find somewhere else that makes it. Maybe. Probably. Or you could just, the most emo thing, honestly. Make it be, myself. Yeah, I was going to say, find an old t-shirt and find two old t-shirts, different colors. Cut out the letters from one t-shirt and then hand stitch them onto the other t-shirt. Why would I need a whole nother t-shirt for the letters when I could just use any fabric? Because you get the fabric from a t-shirt. That's the emo thing to do. That's so wasteful. Why would you? Why would you go buy <laughs> fabric? That's wasteful. I'm gonna buy fabric. I'm gonna go dig around in mom's sewing kit until I find some extra fabric in there. Okay. Not doing first of all, yet. you're not gonna do that. You're gonna dig around in my fabric kit, and you know what you're gonna find in there? Old t-shirts. <laughs> no, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna dig around in mom's because she'll have better selections. She'll have jeans. Yeah, it's all just gonna be jean material. Yeah, that's gonna look really weird. You should I do this. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> actually, yes. I, actually, you sold me on it. Nice. <laughs> oh my gosh, are we ready to begin? Is that what's going so. on? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm Let's not do ready. This. <laughs> 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 like, the outline. <laughs> so, episode five. I just got so sleepy. Yeah, me too. This has been, you know what, gentlemen? This has been a rough year. Can I just, can Uh, I say that? Yeah. It's been very warm. And some of us had babies. Not going to say who. But. (laughs) Some of us. You have a baby kitty. Yeah, it's true. I had a baby kitten. kitten. That was hard, also. At least for a little while it was. Now it's fine. But there was definitely a few weeks there where I was waking up every two hours to keep her from dying. Ugh. Yeah. And having to um, to give her little enemas so Ugh. that she could poop because her organs didn't work properly. Oh my gosh. And having to rub ointment all over her eyes because um, they weren't, like, opening properly and there was a little conjunctivitis there. Oh my word. <laughs> she also so high maintenance, even she- as a little, like... 
barely not a fetus anymore. She was also really bad at eating. Uh huh. So bad at eating. Did not yeah, understand. See, the that concept. sounds harder she's than still, a newborn. <laughs> she still it doesn't was, really get eating. She's like gets really excited for her breakfast in the morning, and then I put it down, and she takes like two bites, and then wanders off, and then my, goes to see what Sissy's doing, and eats her food. My <laughs> honest theory about like taking care of baby kittens versus baby babies is that uh, like generally because of course there's going to be exceptions some human beings or some cats are going to be like different levels of maintenance but as a general rule probably taking care of a baby kitten is harder but for a much shorter amount of time Mm. you know yeah Mm -hmm. like the risk that they're going to die is a lot higher all of the stuff you have to do to prevent that from happening is a little bit more complicated it's more time consuming Mm -hmm. but it's a much shorter period of time like it's only a few weeks yeah, and yeah. then you're and it's then like you're out of it one way or another. And then they with babies, it's like it's the it's just the it's the consistency <laughs> that kills you. Yeah. It's yeah. the fact that you have to continue to take uh, care of this human being for the next it's you know like, it's yeah. like couple of decades. Between, <laughs> yeah. It's like the difference between yes. severe torture and slow torture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fast mm. and furious versus <laughs> just slow and steady and consistent <laughs> yeah. and forever. Yeah, yes. it's just this is your life now. <laughs> it looks fun though. It is. Babies do look fun. It I mean, is. I know they she, are. I, I helped raise Lainey. Yeah. <laughs> Babies are fun. She is really fun. We we love her. She's so sweet. I have, <laughs> so cute. I have vivid memories of um, holding her in a rocking chair like this and just rocking back and forth for hours mm. while she just wailed in my ear. Oh. Um, and like not in a I'm unhappy way, but just in a I want attention way. <laughs> and also at this point, I'm just enjoying the way this sounds. <laughs> yeah, she likes the sound of her own voice, ah, even as a baby. Yeah, because it's that. <laughs> kind of crying it's not like upset crying it's Mm -hmm. like there's a rhythm to it experimenting with the doppler effect (laughs) yeah experimenting with the doppler effect crying that's exactly what it was little jerk (laughs) it's like i want to go to bed (laughs) oh my gosh with Kitten, she was so fun that I'd get up in the middle of the night to feed her and then I'd end up playing with her for like an hour Aww. and then I'd be like, I should go to bed. And then I'd go to bed and then Elsa would have to wake her up in the, like, the next hour. And then I'd be cross because she'd eat um, she'd, you know, she'd eat some food and then I'd put her on the scale and I'd be like, how did she lose weight? It's because she's not supposed to be getting exercise yet! She was so cute! <laughs> and she wanted to play! Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, her weight's so not silly. supposed to be fluctuating it's supposed to be steadily gaining <laughs> she's a baby she was so cute and she wanted to play she also is just a bad eater though she so. is, she we, str- we struggled with her weight the whole time and uh, she's probably just never going to be a very large cat as yep. a result mm. she's, she's pretty small pretty small and That's she's getting a saggy belly yeah. <laughs> I also touches the ground <laughs> I also think now that that's probably the explanation for why she was abandoned it's just that she was a poor eater. Um, I don't know if Mama Cat abandoned her. That still seems think, unlikely yeah, given how we found unlikely. her. Yeah. But probably it was a situation where it's like she was the runt. She wasn't eating well and they figured she would die. And Aww. so they decided to just separate her from the mom and put her somewhere. That's is awful. what it kind of yeah. seemed like. But poor kitten. It's fine. We we managed to make her eat. It was just It was just a harder process. Yeah. You just had to use uh, a lot of 
patience and a very, very narrow little needle nipple thingy. Mm. Yeah, and she was so picky. She was picky. It took like an hour to get her to swallow a couple of mouthfuls. Oh, and gosh. she once she chewed through the nipple that she liked, Ugh. and then she it was impossible to get her to eat from a bottle. For the, like <laughs> oh. the rest of her her you know young kittenhood, it was impossible to get her to eat from a bottle. Oh my god! Yeah, we just had to like, she, like eye it drop was, her it was a, little drops it was of a formula nightmare. into oh, her word. until she could start eating yeah. meat. <laughs> Because she was so picky, she didn't want anything but that one nipple. Yeah. If I could do it all over again, the one thing I might have changed is maybe I would have just, um, in the past, taken a course on how to tube feed small animals. Mm. I think that would have been a lot easier on everybody mm-hmm. if she'd just been tube fed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... It's fine. She's alive and she hunts flies for her food now. She's a Venus fly trap. She's a Venus fly trap. <laughs> so cute. Aww. She's eating so many flies this summer. She's so happy. She loves it. Uh, it's so nasty. Yeah. We have video of um, there were flies up on the... the uh, one of the lights on the ceiling and this was like the first day that we had flies in the house and venus had just barely noticed them and she was all excited and she couldn't reach them because they were up on the light on the ceiling so elsa picked her up and we have video of elsa holding her up to the light and she's trying to to attack the flies and like swatting at them and stuff it was so it's very cute she doesn't really understand how this works yet yeah She she figured it, she perfected the art of catching flies a few days later. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't take her very long. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all great and definitely related to video games. It is though. It is of, because oh, the, the first game we got to talk. Yeah, about. the first game that me and Jensen both played. Hey. We we played the cat game. Yay. We played we played the big summer blockbuster cat game. <laughs> We both played Stray <sighs> in the same days, and we both beat it within a couple of hours of each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. We started it and then beat it both like, like almost at the same time. <laughs> it was very good. Um, the rumors are true. Stray, it's very good. It's a good game. Mm. <laughs> very cute, and also it made me cry a lot. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I wonder how emotionally it would have affected like people who aren't cat owners. So far, I haven't been too interested in watching a lot of, like, Let's Plays or listening to reviews from people who don't get cats. Yeah. Like, and you can usually tell within a couple of words whether or not this is somebody who gets cats. And if I realize that they just don't have experience with or a relationship to cats generally, I just stop listening to them at that point because this game was not for them. Yeah. <laughs> like, this game was for the cat humans. Yeah. And... For those of us who are familiar with cats enough that we know their mannerisms and stuff. It was so yeah. freaking cute. Mm. Or at least like cats. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely not for the people who don't like cats. Yeah. But also, <laughs> you know, screw them. I... <laughs> Uh, if the if it seems like the energy is really low today, that's because it is. We're all really tired. We just ate, and <laughs> we all got sleepy after we ate. Why do we do this to ourselves? I don't know. But uh, that having been said, I do have some 
thoughts about Annapurna in particular. I know that this was, you know, B12 and Annapurna working together, and I'm pretty sure that the idea for the game came, as I understand it, the idea for the game came from B12. Hmm. Um, but the, uh, or Blue 12, or whatever the company's called. It's it's the same, they named the robot after yeah. the company, yeah. But Annapurna um, are the ones I'm pretty sure who actually executed the game itself Mm -hmm. so they're probably the ones to look to if you're trying to find a source for some of the mechanics and philosophies behind that at least that's my logic and one thing i noticed about this that's kind of similar to what remains of edith finch which is the other game that i played by annapurna that made me cry Mm -hmm. a lot um recently (laughs) is that um there is something to be said about how they really want you to experience the moment and like not really be able to escape from it. Like I think some video games will kind of give you an out or will focus on the mechanics that are like the most exciting in a kind of general video game way. And I do like that Annapurna is like, no, we're going to have a sequence in the game that is devoted to, you know, trying to get this camera to focus a split second before something really important to the plot happens or we're going to have this moment where you you as as this new little kitty all you're supposed to do is just go greet each of your clouder members and go to sleep like they kind of force you to experience the moment and and then they have other opportunities where you can if you want like the little moments where you're allowed to go curl up and go to sleep or like you can bring the one robot musician his music and get him to play songs for you. You can go and scratch all the rugs. Yeah. (laughs) You can scratch the rugs. Knock over paint cans. Like like there's a lot of stuff like that in the game where what like is is any of this pertinent to furthering the story? Do you have to do it to finish the game? Like absolutely not. There is there's no reason for you to, to do these things. You don't need to do the mechanic where you Find the perfect snuggly spot in the library where you can curl up and take a little nap and the camera is just going to zoom out and just take in the whole breadth of the library and you're just going to see your kitty self sleeping there. There's no reason for the controller to start purring. Aww. Like they they just put these things in there so cute. because they want you to experience it. And I kind of that was one of the things I thought was really good about Edith Finch is that it did mm. seem like it they were prioritizing the idea of needing to kind of live in whatever was happening in that moment even if it was really traumatic Mm -hmm. even if it's like you're gonna be in the bathtub with this baby while it drowns oh man (laughs) that oh i hate that (laughs) i so sad i i i think that it's really unique and i don't really know how to explain um I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm too sleepy. But I do feel like there is something about that being forced to just experience somebody else's reality for a mm-hmm. short time, whether it is an infant that's about to die or a cat mm-hmm. yeah, or a little girl who's going on a trip about to die and thinks she's a cat, mm-hmm. which they also did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, um, I liked that. Uh, I liked how simple it was. I like that it's such a short playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It was visually really stunning. I loved everything about it. Like, no notes. 
honestly. This game was 100% for me. I'm a little biased. It's a little bit like when Pride and Prejudice and Zombies came out. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, this is a period, like, like a, like an Empire era story with martial arts and, um, what's her name? Lily Collins. Yeah. And it's like got goofy humor and lots of kung fu in it. I love it so like, much. Yeah, I can't so be good. objective about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, um, oh, y- yeah, Erin, you know Aquabats, of course. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing. I think that was, <laughs> I always remember that that was Christian's review of Nacho Libre <laughs> when he told us that we should see Nacho Libre. <laughs> Um, is he was like, I don't know if I can be objective about this film because it's about a kind of chubby guy who likes to put on superhero costumes and <laughs> and uh, and jump around on stage. It's just it's just for me. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I get you. Yeah. Like, it's a bit like Stranger Things with me. I can't yeah. really be objective about it. Yeah, it, just, it, it checks all the boxes for me. Yeah, like that's how I it feel. Feels like it was made for me. That's mm-hmm. absolutely how I feel about Stray. There are yeah. certain there are certain pieces of media that it's just like I know it wasn't made for me, but it could have been. Like yeah. if this person had if this person knew me and was trying to make a piece of media that was just perfect for my soul. This is what they made. Yeah. They made Stray. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. Kitty so cute and naughty. Um, and I played the kitty the naughtiest possible. Yes. I knocked over every single can of paint. I knocked over all the pots. Jumped on the chessboard like three times. <laughs> jumped, on, <laughs> jumped on the mahjong board and screwed up their game oh, yeah, was multiple mahjong. times. Yeah, that's right. Uh, knocked, like, scared the guys who were throwing paint cans so that one fell and splashed all over the front of that store. And then I walked through the paint over and over and over again. To so just leave the as many footprints, footprints as possible for the, the robots robot trying to clean, to clean it. it up got so yeah. mad. Mm-hmm. It was good. It's good stuff. It was so like, scratched um, on every single surface that I possibly could scratch on. Yeah. And another bit of evidence I had that this game was absolutely for me is just that I have no idea what was going on in the sewer with all those eyeballs. And, um, that's cool. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. I don't know. There was there was some weird eldritch. Yeah, the the giant eyeballs in the sewer. Not sure what that's about, but uh, but it was definitely it was, it was wild. It was an element that I appreciated. It was there. Yeah, the second I saw one, I was just like, um, I'm gonna go. What's this? <laughs> that was so good. Um, okay. And then that wasn't the only thing I played, though. Yeah. I And it wasn't the only thing you played. No. I'm going to run through my games really quick. I actually don't want to talk too much about the things that I played, because for the most part, I was either just playing very short, short sessions of things, like I didn't really get too deeply into anything, or I was playing something that we have talked about before. Yeah. <laughs> so I am just going to briefly mention that I also downloaded and started playing The Wild Arms. Um, I went back to Martha is dead, hit a really annoying bug that forced me to go back quite a ways and to try to fix it. And so I haven't gone back to that because she's going to need to go to an older save. Yeah. Replay at least like a half an hour of the game. I don't know. It's like not, it's not quite a half an hour isn't too bad, but like it's not quite a game breaking bug, but it was a bug that makes it so I can't progress on my current save. It just like Mm. she accomplished a like thing on the task list and even got the trophy for it but it didn't check it off the task list mm. when she completed it and so it won't let her redo it and like re like 
you know, confirm that she did it, but it also won't let her move on. Yeah. So she's just stuck. So just stuck. And it took me. Yeah, it was only about a half an hour of gameplay, but it was a half an hour of gameplay plus like two hours of wandering around trying to figure out why I wasn't allowed to progress. Mm. Yeah. So I, I got a little frustrated and I haven't gone back to it. Yeah. yeah she got really angry the day of and told me she was never going to play the game again. <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> and then, I'm done. And then our parents, though. <laughs> Our parents, you should give reason, that game another yeah, chance. Yeah, for some reason, <laughs> it came up in conversation when they were over at our house, and they were like, "You should give it another chance." And they like, tur- she turned it on, and mom and dad were like trying to figure out how to get past that section, and I was trying to figure it out too. And when we figured it out, was it was a bug. Uh, mom was like, "You should play it." <laughs> you should, and I was like, "Okay." And I think dad liked it because of all the Italian. Yeah, <laughs> I'm playing it in Italian. Yeah. Because it just felt like that's well. what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and it is a really beautiful game. And I do want to like it and I want to go further with it. It feels a little bit like it was designed by people who might hate video games. Um, it like it has <laughs> it, it has that quality to it where it's like, I don't know I don't know how to describe this feeling exactly, but there's a lot of things that I want to do, like the way that it's laid out in front of you. There's all kinds of possibilities like, oh, I fixed the bike so I can go ride the bike. But if you ride the bike places, it's terrible. You can't move it and you can't figure out how to get it back to the spot where you need it <laughs> because it keeps running into things and getting what? hot and stuff. Um, there's also no way to do things out of order as far as I can tell. That was how I ended up hitting the bug. Is basically mm. because I wasn't playing with a guide. I was just doing things, mm-hmm. and I think I just did it in the wrong order, and it got and it got messed up somehow. Like, why wouldn't you just allow the player to do things at their own pace, especially <laughs> near the beginning of the game when it's just like a, a laundry list of different random things that you have to do? Like, why does it matter whether I? take a picture and visit the dark room before I fix the bike or like little things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't know. It just every once in a while I, I get annoyed because I just feel like mechanically the game isn't designed with like a good experience in mind. Yeah. Um, but that having been said, I I don't hate how involved and detailed it is mm-hmm. in that sense um it kind of reminds me a little bit of the nancy drew games mm. like yeah, you least... have to actually you have to actually like treat the photographs to a certain extent mm-hmm. and like use all this old equipment and i love that part i was gonna say it's just based on like how you have to do things in a certain order or else it yeah. sounds like a game from the 90s yeah <laughs> no, i was gonna say i know that it's not made by her interactive but the way you describe it makes it sound like it's made by it, her it does feel a little bit like that but that's it's why mom's like, like you should give it another chance oh. yeah because she loves used, the nancy Drew games yeah, and, and she also knows that sometimes you get stuck in those games and you get so angry you want to throw your laptop out the window yeah <laughs> but if you just go back you can get through them like <laughs> I, I don't I don't mind being made to do things that are a little bit tedious sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually think that that's part of the fun of this is yeah. that it kind of forces you to slow down mm-hmm. and really take things in one at a time. I just think it's stupid that I can run into a game-breaking bug by doing that when yeah. the game is designed to encourage you to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a little weird. And I understand why it got so many poor reviews because I think it comes down to that sort of contradiction. 
Um, but yeah, I do want to play more of it. I want to play more spoopy games in general, but I should shut up about that because I actually didn't play any other spooky games besides this. I played Outer Wilds for about five minutes. And this is why <laughs> I was like, at the, at the time I was just like, I think I'm just going to try a new game every day for a little while and like, see if anything grabs me. And so I started up Outer Wilds as one of my, as my like new game for the day. And I wandered around and I found, um, a, a hovercraft or sorry, a, a drone that I was playing around with. And that was really fun. And I crashed the drone into a well that was like shooting water up like a geyser. And I was just like, Oh, that's cool. I want to get a closer look at that. So I went down into the well and I drowned and then it was like, you have died. And then the credits started rolling. And that was five <laughs> minutes after I had fired up the game. <laughs> and first of all, like, 10 10,000 points no notes like <laughs> just just an incredible experience i can't wait to turn it on and play again i really can't now i know not to do that <laughs> but technically i think she completed her first playthrough i did i think i technically completed my first playthrough i don't know what i was supposed to learn from that besides don't jump into wells which i probably should have like known already especially when i was like i specifically picked that one because i was like oh cool there's like a geyser shooting out of that i wonder what's causing that i'm gonna go down there and investigate and it was like yeah you would die <laughs> it's like have you never watched lassie <laughs> Um, but it was still fun. Um, and I still want to do it. And then I got, and then I got quite sucked into House Flipper. Um, because it's really soothing. Mm. And yeah, we've talked about it tons before because Jensen's played it a lot. Uh, I just want to say that I'm especially charmed by how weirdly European it is. (laughs) There's several people who are insisting they need a sauna in their home. Yeah. (laughs) It's very important. Yeah. Not that that's like exclusively a European thing. Um, but also they have. I worked um, for a company in. I worked for a company in like Holiday that used to sell saunas. Uh, uh-huh. Like there's a demand. Yeah. But also like it's very clearly European. From just in rich the fact people. That, yeah. They have like. Uh, what are they called? The the like. The the towel drying racks that I've only ever seen in Europe. Oh and, radiators. Oh like, uh, yeah. The, and then. We have like, radiators tons- here. But like, but we use them for their intended purpose. (laughs) That would have nearly as many. Yeah, and in Europe, there and like in House Flipper, they expect you to put a radiator in almost every room of every house. I think that's the thing on the East Coast too. Um, But But yeah, then also there's the air conditioner that I only ever saw in Poland. I've never (laughs) seen one anywhere else. Yeah, I usually there in other parts of Europe, but that's the only place I saw. Here, I feel like you only see radiators in like hotel and motel, like mostly motel rooms. Yeah, but like have you seen the the towel rack ones that stick it's on a, the wall? Yeah, it's a radiator on the wall, and you Uh-oh. hang your towels on it, and it dries your towels for you. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We we ran into them for your clothes too, just to dry yeah. them. We we had them at almost every place we stayed at in Europe, uh-huh. and I had them. I've never I seen that before. Poland. No. Yeah, and like I said, I think it might be a thing on the East Coast. I don't think it's mm. exclusively a European thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can also but... get the kind of water water heaters that we had, like uh, when we were staying at that that place in Wales that had the room that was just a shower, and it had the water heater in the shower with you. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah, it was great. I loved that shower. It was so comfy. It was tiny, like 
the the chair that I'm sitting in now, I know this is not a visual medium, but the chair that I'm sitting in now <laughs> is slightly wider than my own body. It's wide enough that and, she's sitting cross-legged in it. Yeah. And that's about how big the shower was. Mm-hmm. And it was the the whole room was this shower and then like a foot outside of the shower where it's like to the door. And then it had the water heater inside the shower. And it was the comfiest thing. Mm, that so sounds nice. Wonderful. <laughs> mm-hmm. I miss that that shower sometimes. <laughs> I miss a lot of things about Europe. I miss being in a walkable city. Mm. Um, I miss being able to eat pasta for three meals a day and not gain any weight because of all the walking. Yeah. And also probably because I think their pasta is made out of like more actual ingredients that are technically food <laughs> i think i think that might i think Not that might factor in chemicals and preservatives yeah i definitely felt like i was eating more like like this is this is probably this is probably mainly like grains and vegetables uh-huh. <laughs> like, as opposed to when i have pasta here and i'm like i don't know what this is yeah. it You're i like, think it's a oh, lot of oil that's and lard. why it was originally on the food pyramid and yeah. then we destroyed it <laughs> The food pyramid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. It's one of those things that as a child I actively fought yeah. learning. <laughs> I was just like, I just remember nah, being. I don't want to know this. I remember as a child not really buying the structure because I remember thinking to myself, I don't feel like I need to eat that much bread. Right? Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't feel okay when I eat a lot of for bread. For me, it was... <laughs> feel kind of sick, actually. For me, it was... Mm, I don't care for vegetables. I'm just not, I'm not going to learn that. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, wait, I'm only supposed to eat that much meat? That's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I remember being confused because I was like, I feel like they're just lumping meat together as one thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel vastly different depending on what type of meat I eat. Uh-huh. Like, having a piece of chicken is pretty different from having a hamburger. <laughs> oh, for sure. Or, like, eating fish, for example. Mm-hmm. Wildly different from eating other kinds of meat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, just, this is me as a child, so I don't know anything. But just based entirely off of how I feel afterwards, I remember being confused that these things were associated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do we know? We're not doctors. We're not doctors. I'm just we a only child. know how we feel. The food pyramid. I mean, I the teachers remember. are teaching it. It must be true. I still remember that little bit of time when I was little where they were telling us that milk gave you cancer. Yeah. And then they said eggs gave you cancer. Everything gives and- you cancer. I think living gives you cancer eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like eggs. I like milk. <laughs> they they don't necessarily make me. I probably need to cut down the dairy, but it's good stuff. <laughs> I said something today that I thought was really funny about food, and now I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, that's right. Um, I I got into a discussion with Elisa's sister about whether or not it seems like avocados are – like, the last couple of times that I bought avocados from the store recently, it just seems like they're not very good. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to figure out if, like – this is a this is a crop issue or something. Maybe like is yeah, this the, something that the other got pe- recently tasted like it was made of wood. Yeah, oh. and like it was so hard. It, it was awful. And like, and she said, yeah, I've actually noticed that too. I'm not really finding good avocados anymore. 
And I'm really usually really good at finding avocados. But I think part of it's that I don't know that they're in season right now. I'd have to look that up to mm-hmm. be sure. Yeah, I don't know. But I said something about, well, maybe they're not in season. And Elise goes, and Elise says something like, well, yeah, I mean, it is a good idea to eat all fruits and vegetables in their season. And like just kind of medio quoting the word of wisdom. And I said, <laughs> and I said something along the lines of, no, 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 no. We don't need to, that's not the important part of the word of wisdom. The important part of the word of wisdom is all the invisible stuff about caffeine. <laughs> and and uh, I don't know, I thought it was clever. Uh, Mormon humor. Ah. <laughs> it's so funny that we just make stuff up and stick it in our doctrine. <laughs> Hilarious. Just like all the other churches. <laughs> uh, was there anything else that I played recently? You would know. I'm looking at my list. No, I wouldn't. I don't remember anything. Are you kidding? Jensen's so sassy. You would know. Sassy. <laughs> I'm looking at the list, but like... Well, you read everything that you wrote down, so... Yeah. I think it's Aaron's turn. I think it is. I think oh, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> we are too tired today. This is... You can like... You can like feel it. You can yeah. just feel... We're all... This is going to be nap cast. We're all just going to nap cast. We're all just going to take a nap. Just listen if you need to relax. This is going to turn into an ASMR. This is, yeah, this is going to be an ASMR of us just like whispering into the mic. Especially me. Have you seen how quiet my thing is? And then, <laughs> then I'm just going to need to like turn up the, the the audio on mine. And then just like snoring into the mic. Like this is me talking at full volume and look at it barely. Like it's not even moving. With the occasional Look at that. Look at Elsa's. Elsa's is enormous. What the heck? I know I'm not even saying anything and there's it's picking up a lot of sound. That is weird. Yeah, look at the. There's like still a line there even when I'm silent. Yeah, it's weird. I don't understand. I don't get it either. <laughs> but yeah, we could we could just have the last half of this just be us taking a nap, and uh, we can hear us snoring with the occasional rendition of Steamboat Willie in the background, courtesy of with extra notes. <laughs> Comment on my sleep apnea <laughs> that I should definitely get checked out sometime. Oh. <laughs> Poor Aaron. Yay. Yay. <laughs> well. Uh... So I've been playing the same thing I've been playing literally since March. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Which is Persona 5 Royal. Um, and I finally <laughs> got past like the end point of Persona 5. And I was really confused because I was like, wait, don't they need to throw in like the extra royal stuff before I wrap this up? Because like the way the game I, I don't feel like this is very spoilery but like the way the game ends in the original it's like it's very end game yeah you know like and it's so yeah. I, I was really confused I'm like well how are they gonna do this now because that doesn't make sense um but the way that they do it is really quite brilliant and oh. just makes me appreciate anime even more because here in the west we're over here like punching out superhero movie after superhero movie and being like, let's reboot this thing from the 90s. Let's Mm. reboot this thing. (laughs) And let's make this a cartoon now. And just like, there's almost no original material being pumped out. And it's really kind of frustrating and disheartening. But then over in Japan, they have like these amazing stories that are just like, how did they think of that? And this is one of them where it's like, oh my gosh, that's really 
really clever. Like, I love that. Um, so I'm really enjoying the additional content that they've added and the additional, like, continuation of the story. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to dive deeper into that. Um, I did play some Donkey Kong Country 2 last night with our nephew in Arizona and with Zach. And playing this much Persona <laughs> has ruined my reflexes. Because <laughs> oh, in Persona, you don't have to worry about yeah, timing you, you of anything. You don't have to worry about any of that. Like, except for oh, like the awful. ambush, but even that's pretty forgiving. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Today yeah. I was playing it and I ran past the shadow and he was like, whoop. And I just kept running and he yeah. couldn't catch up to me. And I was yep. just like... Okay, I guess I, I got away. Like I didn't even bother ambushing him. I uh-huh. didn't. I didn't think I could learn a new reason why I shouldn't play Persona. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep proving well, to me. Jokes over. on you. <laughs> <laughs> this is another reason to play. The game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Elsha should uh, just skip straight to Royal. <laughs> Maybe. I Yeah, I kind of think. I don't know. Except that Royal's I'm, a whole lot longer. It, it you've is. You've been playing it, like, I know, for but how long now? It feels like Since you've been playing Royal longer than I've been alive. eighty <laughs> hours, almost. Oh, my gosh. But also, Wait, I... Wait, how many? hundred seventy seven. Okay, I heard 700. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> What, Aaron? When did that jump up? (laughs) Aaron has decided not to sleep. She's trading her sleep for Persona 5. Evie is fending for herself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. No. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of... I kind of think Elsa could skip to Royal. Yeah. I think it's gonna, it's gonna have to be one of your birthday games. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, oh, I mean, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all for me. <laughs> and Jensen, what mountain of games have you been playing? Well, I uh, um, aside from Stray, which we already talked about, I've been continuing to just like start a bunch of games. Which means that it was really hard to narrow down to find something to talk about today because I ended up starting like Planet Coaster and uh, Marvel's Avengers and Days Gone and uh, Dead Rising. Actually, I started and finished Dead Rising. Hmm. That's a fast game. Um, (laughs) I did nothing, though. I failed even the main quest on that one. Because it's timed, yeah. It like you have to play ten hours, like because you're just gonna be picked up from the um, the mall in like seventy two hours, I think it is. But you know that's in game hours and real hours. It takes about ten hours. So I said hours a lot, but um, I did nothing. I messed around the whole time, and I only managed to save like. 15 people in the mall out of the like I think there's like 50 or 60 people to save I only saved like a third of them or something a fourth of them but (laughs) um I killed a whole lot of zombies because there's this like lower area where you can jump in a car and you can just drive over them and (laughs) there's like waves of zombies so (laughs) 
that game was very fun, but um, that was not what I was going to talk about, though. I got distracted. <laughs> um, I also started Diablo 3. That's one that I did want to talk about because uh, that was another one that I started and finished. Um, man, Diablo 3 is so much fun. I played Diablo a bit when I was a kid, and then when Diablo 2 came out, I, t- I played that, and I think we talked about it on the podcast. Um but Diablo 3, I decided to just start it, and they improved on so many things. And then I also, I talked about Wasteland 3 last time, but I wanted to talk about that one again because I feel like you and I had a similar experience with your Outer Wilds thing and <laughs> ending the game early. I had a similar thing in Wasteland 3. No, no, that was the whole game. That was, that was, that was the right place was for me. That playthrough. That was my first playthrough. It was the right, right place for that game to conclude for me. <laughs> But in Wasteland 3, I was I was going along and I there's like three main quests. You have to go find the the three children of this like warlord guy named Patriarch. And I found the first kid and then I came back to report to him and he was just being a dick. And I was like, I don't like this guy. I'm not gonna I don't want to work with him. Like I'm just gonna kill him. So <laughs> I challenged him to a fight, and I beat him super easily. I was shocked at how easy it was to beat him. But then when I killed him, the credits started rolling, and it was like, for some reason, you decided to kill the Patriarch, which was the only reason that you were in Colorado at all. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was like, here's all the things that happened because you snapped and killed the guy who brought you here. All these people died. (laughs) It was like... Colorado's been thrown into chaos because they have no one to lead them. You didn't, like, put anyone else in charge. The people back home that, like, you were trying to get supplies for, they all died. And I was like, oops. (laughs) And the game just ended short because I just decided to kill the patriarch. And it was a bad idea. (laughs) But... It was a fun time. I went back, though. I didn't just stop it there and go, I guess that was my first playthrough. I decided to go back and keep playing it, but mm-hmm. it was pretty fun. Um, and then the only other thing that I, like, of note that I played is I've gone back to Persona, and I'm yeah. trying to beat it. So I was supposed to beat it for Aaron's birthday game. And... <laughs> um. I I played it for a little while this morning. I'm getting through the cruise ship. Uh, I gotta say, I was very, very frustrated and disturbed by the moment when Ryuji makes all the girls wear bikinis and go talk to that pedophile. Um, that was. <laughs> there's a there's a lot, you know. The thing about the thing about storytelling is that you just have so many options. Yeah. And sometimes they go with that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, and I knew it was going there. I knew it was going there like the minute that, well, f- when they when they first said that the guy that I was supposed to go talk to was like, uh, you know, really creepy around women, I was like, okay, I know exactly where this is going. And then we get to the pool area, and I was like, uh-oh. And, like, the first person I talked to was like, you guys aren't in swimsuits. Why aren't you in swimsuits? And I was like, oh, no. And then Ryuji's being all coy and being like, we need to find swimsuits. And, I, and all, everyone is being stupid and being like, why? And I'm like, what do you think? 
It's going <laughs> to offer up the women as sacrificial lambs. <laughs> but Jensen. I mean, they can defend themselves. I know, but like, it's but Jensen, creepy. It's, I don't know Jensen, why they didn't just kill him. It's okay. <laughs> we worked with the first guy. It's okay because you're not the creep. You just get to enjoy his exploitation it's of these so women. It's so stupid. Because, like, the first guy, we only re- we got the, the we got the item we needed by attacking him. And so I, I thought it was so funny that they felt like they needed to talk to this guy and convince him to give them the letter. I'm like, just go fight him, too. Like, you guys are superheroes, essentially. Just go fight him. Stupid. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've run into, like, the security guard yet, but yeah, they're like, we should try to cause as little attention to ourselves as possible or something like that. Oh, is it the guys who have guns? Yeah. Just barely saw one. Yeah. uh, Right before (laughs) we left here. I got distracted because um, I uh, had my roster of personas was all filled up, Mm -hmm. so I went to the velvet room to go... Uh, clear some space and then I got distracted uh, doing fusions and getting all the personas and it was so much fun and now I have a new persona you know I was talking last time I had that Uh, really powerful one yeah and I looked and I was level 82 Um, (laughs) I think I'm level 71 so it's not as much of a drastic difference as I thought but uh, I that's made a new. <laughs> I made a new persona that's even more drastic. Level ninety-seven. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what the heck? And I'm I'm a little disappointed. Destroy. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed in this new persona because the persona that I had before was I think his name is like Sibyl or something. It's C Y B E L E, and she's like this like sexy gin character with horns who like f- is floating and holding swords and Uh she looks super hot so my new persona is satan and (laughs) (laughs) um i i was really disappointed to to see them because uh the persona 5 depiction of satan is like a a many-tailed snake with uh, a head that's a bit like the shape of alien the alien from alien Mm. And uh, has two sets of arms and three sets of boobs. <laughs> and they're just not Why? very hot. And so I'm really sad. <laughs> it's just super weird looking. I'm very sad that I no longer have uh, my persona that I had before because she was cool. Mm. But uh, the new one is level 97. So I'm not going to not use that one. <laughs> I would be crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he uggo. Yeah, he's super uggo. Also, I should show you a picture. I pulled up a picture. Aaron's got one, and I'll show you the one I pulled up. Here he is. He's uggo. Oh, yeah. That is not an, an attractive person. No. <laughs> Let me show, pull up a picture of. Oh, she got, he's got three sets of arms. That makes more sense with the three sets. I of I mean, boobs. I belong to. I belong to a um, a certain subgenre of literature fans that has a not suitable for work name involving <laughs> people who appreciate monster aesthetics. We'll say, yeah. And I'm not into that. Yeah. No <laughs> this was my my former persona. Ooh, 
She's pretty. See, that's that's a better one. Ooh, She's gorgeous. Cool. I yeah. know. I love her. Oh, I miss her. But, uh, yeah, it's, um, I'm hoping that I won't get too angry at it too soon and that I can, you know, carry on through to the end so that the next time we record, I will have finally finished at least one of y'all's birthday games. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am the worst. And that's what I've been playing. <laughs> Shall we continue on with this sleepy cast? <laughs> sleepy cast. That's what we'll call it. Yes. Sleepy cast. I like it. <laughs> sleepy cast. I remember there was an early on episode that we called the most tiredest princesses in the land. Yeah. Yes. And um, I think we're more tired. I now. think so. Like we're still the most tiredest princesses in the land. I think it's. But we're tiredest. Yeah. Than we were before. I think it's hard to be this tired when Lainey's here. Because she just brings the uh, no. this level of stress up yeah. in the room. I, I'm the, I'm always this tired when Lainey's around. But it manifests itself differently. It's like, it manifests itself as rage. Yes. <laughs> okay. Not we this love, laid back We love to joke. We do love Lainey. We love to joke that we love Lainey. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's so mean. I'm trying to say a genuine thing about my little sister. I'm sorry. She's brilliant and I love her. And I am very, very tired. And I can pinpoint the moment that I started to be tired as the day she was born. (laughs) I do. I I distinctly remember um, the moment that mom and dad told us that we were going to have a little sister as being the last time that I felt like truly relaxed and just laid back in my life you were 10 I know <laughs> but I remember that shift Christ. I, I remember I remember that as soon as they they were like you're gonna have a little sister I was like my life is never gonna be the same <laughs> and I was like oh no but I'm so happy I think my I think my thought process <laughs> I think my thought process when they told us that we were gonna have a little sister was just oh I'm gonna have two of them to take care of <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that to sound like I don't love Lainey because if she was here, I know she'd be highly offended. I do love Lainey. I just also yeah, recognized that her uh, presence was going to have an impact on my life. Yeah, you're no longer the youngest. I love her. I love her parents. I too. suddenly I went from from being the youngest to the middle child, and in that moment, it was like, uh oh. I I love her. Time for the neglect. You're like I feel the shift. You're like I've seen Malcolm in the middle. Yeah. Yes. I I love our parents. I love our parents too. But we do occasionally have to tease them that they were quite old when Lainey was born. Yeah. And um and tired. And so and they, they just were... kind of let her get away with a lot of things. They bought her a bow and arrow for Christmas one year. <laughs> and I distinctly remember as a little kid asking for a bow and arrow and they were like that's too dangerous, honey. Yeah. And then they get one for Lainey. The first time, the first time Parts I told of being the youngest. Oh, the, ver- the first time I told them that I was interested in taking karate lessons, they were like, "The psychologist told us we shouldn't do that with you." <laughs> what the heck? I mean, eventually, I um, I bugged them about it enough that they let me take kung fu, yeah. which was good. Um, but yeah, that was their immediate response when I first asked. <laughs> 
Psychiatrist told us that wasn't a good idea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why? Um, because I had perfectionist tendencies and they thought that it would drive me crazy. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. Jensen just nods. <laughs> I feel like we all have that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I don't feel like that's a good enough reason to not pursue something you're interested yeah. in. I mean, yeah, it just means that I leave personal, a lot of things undone. Yeah. It's a personal hurdle I'm trying to overcome. I think yeah. the better reason was just that they didn't want to spend the money. Yeah. But yeah, it is. You're right. It's a, it's something you have to work on. Yeah, yeah. That's one that's of the good. reasons I don't practice enough is because I'm not satisfied with my performance. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, See, I don't want anyone else to hear this nonsense. <laughs> you and I have the same type of like perfectionist <laughs> thing. You know, I, that that's the sense I'm getting because like I... Uh, will leave a lot of things unfinished mm -hmm. because I'm like, I'm not going to be able to get it to the point where I'm happy with it, yeah. so I should just stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's very crippling. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> I have to I have to just, like, put aside a lot of that whenever it's my turn to edit this podcast mm -hmm. because I'm never going to get it to the point where I'm not going to be self-conscious about it and I'm not going to be like, oh, I hate that moment. Wish we had recorded that differently. Why don't I ever just shut up? <laughs> yeah. I, I was listening to the last one. I was like, I say uh-huh a lot. I gotta <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'm like, I can't just edit myself out of the podcast. <laughs> We're like, where'd Jensen go? I don't know. It was broken. <laughs> she was too much this episode. I just had to get rid of her. I think I threatened to do that with Lainey once. Oh yeah, you like, got <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna remove all of your dialogue. I still think that, that would be so funny sometimes to just No, just... but it'd be funnier if it was like me. Yeah. Because you do a, t a lot of talking. Yeah, exactly. Well that's and... why it'd be funny with Lainey too, because she never shuts up. That's true. That's true. And she constantly is making jokes and then we're like awkwardly like huh. I, I do think it might be slightly funnier with me and the reason why I think that is a little mean, should I tell you? Yes, <laughs> yes please. I, I know think, what you're gonna say. I think that my dialogue with you guys is a little bit more reciprocal. So the recording, it would be very funny because there's going to basically be missing pieces of the conversation. But with Lainey, you might not notice. <laughs> well, plus, it's crazy because Lainey's a little too... She's kind of talking to herself. Yeah, <laughs> Told you it's a little mean. Like, Don't get me wrong. She's funnier than all of us. <laughs> but, but it's only because she throws out so many jokes. It's like Alex Jones. You throw out all these, you throw, throw all this spaghetti at the wall. A couple of strands are gonna stick, but that doesn't mean that you aren't like any less wrong. It doesn't mean that you didn't just ruin a whole meal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lainey, the way she tells jokes is to just throw everything and hope something sticks. <laughs> She's uh, that so was funny. awfully mean of me to compare my little sister to Alex Jones. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think that might be a little far. Yeah, there's a lot in this conversation that's a little far. We might have to cut that it. One's mean. I think I'm gonna have to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> She's nowhere near as bad as Alex Jones. Yeah, ladies, she is a garbage human being. Lady's brilliant and funny, and 
and I do miss her. I miss her a lot. I think that's why we're talking about her. I know. Actually, she hasn't I'm a little been, sad she's not here. She hasn't been around in like two months or something. Yeah, she's such her dumb school. I she she's, <laughs> she should just drop out. It's been so long since we saw her that her tongue piercing that we haven't seen yet is probably healed by now. Yeah, she sounded normal when I played Red Dead Redemption. We're horribly her infected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or she, got infected and she had to take it out. <laughs> she was she was talking normal last time we heard her. So either it's healed or she had to take it out. Yeah. Yeah, she sounded totally normal the other day, so. That's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, we should probably move on to our questions since we yeah, have been we talking for talking an hour about nonsense. Oh my gosh, we suck. Part of it's that when we're sleepy like this, we, we just ramble. We ramble more. We it's need like to ramble focus. Cast. Let's focus. I had caffeine earlier. That should have done something to me. It didn't. But let's um, let's just uh, let's focus. So, game of the year predictions. <clears throat> so this is we're we're a little over halfway through the year. You know, we're in the eighth month of the year. That means we like math. We have four. We have four months. So, <laughs> um. So basically, I'm just wondering: Have we played our game of the year yet? Like our personal ones, and I think yes because I think mine is Elden oh, Ring. Oh, our personal ones. I thought you meant predicting what was going to be chosen as game of the year. Oh, I meant both. I had two different questions yeah, about okay. it. The first one is like, what is your game of the year going to be? And then the second layer to it is like, what will everyone else's game of the year be? Like, there's there's two different questions. If you I know. No, I noticed that. I'm confused because the first because I thought, thought the first, first question, question was, was what is going to be nominated as game of the year, like in the world, not in our podcast. No, I was talking and, about your personal game of the okay, year. Okay, that's where I was confused. And I thought the second one was, what is everyone else in the podcast? What are the other princesses game of the year is going to be? Mm-mm, no. You didn't- I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't ask us to, like, okay. That's how me and Aaron both answered it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, but no. neither of you know how to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I, I mean... I I put my initial answer, but then I fi- I figured I would find out more today. So oh okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I can I can see how you got that reading from it. I can I do think it's a little weird that you thought I was asking that we were going to predict each other's game of the year. <laughs> That's what it seemed like because me and Aaron both said oh yeah. and Aaron changed it. Aaron what? Wait no you didn't. No you did. No I didn't. Oh wait no. Oh, no, you didn't. I see. I was reading the wrong question. <laughs> That's what I'm saying is there's two different questions on there. So for the first one, basically what I what I guess I should have said is, what is the game that you would pick to be the best game you played this year? Okay. See, that's a completely different question than what you wrote. I wrote Game of the Year Prediction. Yeah. And then I answered it. It's going to be really hard to beat Elden Ring for me. Yeah. Which is me answering for myself. Yeah. I know, but that could also be answering for the world because you could Which be like, I, said I think it's going to be really hard to beat Elden Ring. <laughs> Which I said later that I said, I think this is going to be, I think that this is going to be one year where I am in agreement with everybody else. This is what I wrote later. See, the context of this makes it really clear what I was going for, I think. That's kind of what I figured. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. But I I wasn't 100% (laughs) sure. So I just put my initial response. Listen, I'm sorry that my brilliant, brilliant outlines (laughs) don't always land with you guys. I hate you so much. We're just, it's fine. It's cool. It's fine. Anyway, yeah. So that answers my question, basically. We can go ahead and we can skip the question between and we can just talk about that dichotomy of like, what is your game of the year? And do you think it's going to be different from what other people say? And I think no. I think generally Elden Ring's probably going to be on the top of a lot of people's lists. Mm -hmm. And a lot of like, you know, 
this is what the gaming poll lists and and like stupid you know ma- do we have any more gaming magazines no we have like game we informer just, game informer yeah we just that one like <laughs> and then a lot of twitter accounts like i think it's gonna be the number one game for a lot of a lot of the landscape yeah mm-hmm. basically and i think that it deserves it and i agree it was the best gaming experience that i had this year and um, that is actually saying something because a lot of real good games came out this year. Mm-hmm. And I played a lot of older games this year that were really good. This was a solid year. And I think it's going to continue to be better. But we'll get to that later. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, Aaron, do you want to go next? Since it seems like you understood this a little better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to say Persona 5 Royal since it's what I've been playing for a solid five months <laughs> um, but I I think you gotta go with your heart though <laughs> I, don't, I don't know <laughs> I kind of think it's gonna be um, God of War Ragnarok ooh that's a good prediction that's actually coming out in November cause your experience with Persona 5 Royale yes it has dominated your year but I think it's been a little bit of a mixed bag yeah I kind of think that once you get hands on Ragnarok you're probably going to have a more overall like positive experience yeah that might I think that'll probably break your streak yeah, yeah. with Royal yeah I could see that if, hopefully I've beaten it by then oh my gosh <laughs> yeah so, I, I, I love it but yeah I it's I'm it's shocked not... you haven't beaten it by now I, <laughs> I thought for sure that you were gonna be talking about the like last bit and like uh, yeah yeah I just haven't had enough time lately yeah <laughs> game's just so long yeah but it's fantastic but i yeah i don't want to say that one because i've already you know mostly experienced it through the original um but yeah we'll we'll see i i freaking love it still like it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) um for me it's probably gonna be happy's humble burger farm honestly yeah I just really loved that game. <laughs> you did have, like like I said, same kind of thing. Like, you've had other games that have definitely dominated more of your time. But I feel like you were never more gleeful than when you were just playing with Happy. Yeah. I do feel like that was the most positive it was, experience. Mm. It was so much fun. Like, yeah, it was mm. it was a short little experience. I really, I kind of wish it had been a longer game. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm happy that uh, it's got another version so I can platinum it a second time um but like it was just it was so much fun it's just it's just so quirky <laughs> and it just like uh really captured my attention mm-hmm. it was fun mm-hmm. the only other games i can think of that could you know threaten it is uh horizon forbidden west which i still need to finish <laughs> <laughs> and uh we'll see when saints row comes out because that I'm really looking forward to. And also God of War. I, You know, mm. that that could end up being just like, you know, yeah. awesome. I mean, there's just still a couple more games coming out this year, too. Oh, wait, no. They pushed back um, the Forsaken or whatever it is. Forspoken. Forspoken, yeah. Yep. They f- pushed that back, so it's not coming out this year. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, we've still got at least two other games that might be able to beat Happy's Humble Burger Farm. But I think that that one's that one's probably going to be my. I game think either. Gleeful is the perfect way to describe your yeah. demeanor when you're playing it. It's so much fun. <laughs> Glee literally means Glee. Glee. <laughs> <laughs> We don't need to skip the middle question. I can I can follow along. Oh, no, I wasn't thinking <laughs> skip it. I just meant like um, where you could answer both questions first. Okay. So what do you think everybody else's game of the year is going to be? Okay. Should I go? Yeah. Okay. It's your turn. <laughs> um, oh, we're doing them in the same time. I'm really having a hard time following what's mm-hmm. happening. Okay. So first I'm going to answer the question I thought you were asking. Because I am, I think I'm pretty great because I guessed Elden Ring for Elsa and I guessed Persona 5 Royal for you, Uh which I'm still going (laughs) to say that's like a partial credit because you did think about it. I did, yeah, I really did. (laughs) And I almost put Persona 5 Royal unless Aaron just can't handle it. (laughs) Uh, And then I also guessed Horizon Forbidden West because I know you finished that or at least played a lot of it this year, but... I didn't think about Ragnarok. That's definitely, that's definitely gonna be a. Oh yeah. A Do you guys think that Horizon Forbidden West will uh, have what it takes to? I think it beat could, out Elden Ring at least in a few arenas. I think it could uh, pose a threat because, like, I know at least from like um, the like trophies, PlayStation trophies um, website that I go on, they show how many people are playing a game. And for months, Elden Ring and Horizon Forbidden West were always at just the top and just mm, yeah. switching positions uh-huh. back and forth for months. Yeah. And the only thing that could knock them out of the positions was Stray. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so that's why I think that Stray could be the underdog. Uh-huh. I think Stray is going to be a lot of people who are like... <laughs> the underdog. <laughs> like, here's the thing about Stray is that I think I think Stray is a little bit like... Um, like it's a it's definitely more indie because mm. it's a more it's like a smaller game company and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it also achieved such objective mainstream popularity that I think it's going to be a really common pick for people who are like trying to go for an indie pick, but really just want to go with AAA titles all the mm. time. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Stray yeah. was a great game. I don't know. I think that that one, um, <clears throat> as far as like not triple a games i think that one has a a good shot Mm -hmm. but i do think it's most likely going to be either elden ring horizon forbidden west or uh ragnarok Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. has the souls game ever gotten game of the year um um, i don't know it should have every year that one came out in my opinion (laughs) but i don't know right i I want i don't know because i my guess is that it's the accessibility thing. Yeah. Because it definitely takes well, and a the, lot of patience to yeah. play a Souls game. And that is, I mean, I think that that is um, more or less the reason why those AAA games tend to be game of the year is precisely that accessibility. It's mm-hmm. not just like notoriety, like people have heard of these. Yeah. It's also like they're games that are designed for people to be able to sit down and feel good while they play and mm-hmm. be able to understand how they work. Yeah. It's not like a Martha's a dead situation <laughs> where you're just like, <laughs> oh, yes, uh, Sekiro. I thought so. Oh, yeah. Sekiro I was say, did win in that 2019. Sounds... With, I was uh, with, with who? 
like IGN or I don't know, just as winners and nominees. Yeah, but like for who? Because I don't know. It's just the the universe doesn't declare a game of the <laughs> no, year. No, but like, like game... individual. <laughs> okay, game of the year. Though I I bet I went to one of the the like things. It the was game of the years. Yeah, that was GDC's game of the year. So this is going to be somebody's game of the it year. It just says game of the year, game of the year award. It literally just says game of the year oh, award. Oh, you mean like the game of the year award? Yeah, like the, the game, game of then the why, year. Then why wouldn't you say that? That's ah. what I said! <laughs> but I asked for who and you said, I don't know. I said it's the game of the year! You did know that it was the I, game of the year award. I thought it was Sekiro because I could have sworn I'd seen a box that yeah. said yeah. game of the year on it. had the sticker. Yeah, which Sekiro is a good choice. And also, um, I love that that is one of the least accessible games yeah. ever made. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I, still I can't even get past like the second box. <laughs> That's not true. Where am I? Where am I? You're. I think you got fighting, on a horse. I thought you're fighting Genichiro now. No, I got to Genichiro because um, I was able to That's like several bosses yeah, in. But Elsa, <laughs> Elsa, you can get to him early if you just climb the outside of the building, which I did. It's, yeah, I was gonna say several bosses in there. can be. You what can number s- bosses subjective? Yeah, I, <laughs> the only game. the only boss that I had beaten that I got a yeah. trophy for well, was the dude on the horse. Okay, let me count because I think his own name when you start the battle. I think at a minimum, though, <laughs> like <laughs> even if you even if you don't worry about some of the even if you're not just counting like the beads that you get, if you're just talking about like some of the bigger encounters mm. where it's a little bit more cinematic and there's a cutscene involved or whatever, yeah. I still think that is a minimum of. One, two, three, four. That's a, that's a minimum of four dudes. Okay. Like that, that you have to get through but before you get to Genichiro. some of them are considered mini and, bosses. Yeah, some of them are. I'm trying to count the ones that would just be considered bosses. Mm, okay. And in addition to that, though, there's like five other dudes that you also did fight. No, okay. <laughs> you're, like, I'm looking at the walkthrough right now. It says first boss is Genichiro, who you lose to because I sucked mm-hmm. and I could not beat him the first time because most people can't. Yeah, because they don't count the dude yeah. at the beginning who just slashes yeah. you a couple times. And then oh. the second boss, it's got three mini bosses, Samurai General, two of them. Mm-hmm. I beat both of them. I beat the Chained Ogre. And then and the next is the Serpent. Mm-hmm. And I got him. And then the headless, which I did not beat. I ran away. I didn't worry about the headless. I wasn't counting that one. <laughs> so there's those are the mini bosses that I beat. But then the boss is uh, the dude who shouts his own name. Yeah. I don't know how to say his name. And then the next one is Harada Estate, which I... There's beat the, the bo- Shinobi Hunter, but you're I have forgetting, not the drunk. You're forgetting about the huge bull that's on fire. You have to fight that to get through to the palace. Of course there is. You have to. Where is he? He's he's a large bull that's on fire. (laughs) I don't know how to get more specific than that, but that is the four I was talking about. You you don't remember the huge bull on his name is Bull on Fire. (laughs) I don't see him. I don't think they gave the bull that's burning. Yeah, a soccer Wait, bowl or something. That's Fountainhead Palace. That says it's like the second to last area. No. I haven't been that's there. That's a different bowl. This is the Why first. are there so many bowls? <laughs> I don't know, but you definitely fought at least one. I know you did because you fight it before you get to her. It's listed. Oh, Blazing Bowl. Okay. <laughs> <It's> on fire. <laughs> His okay. name is Bull on Fire. Hi, he's yes. on fire. Okay. 
is a mini boss. So? <laughs> I'm saying there's difference. I'm saying bosses. I've only beaten the guy who shouts his Look, name. Look, in Sekiro, it's all relative. Because the next boss is Lady Butterfly. In Sekiro, I have not beaten her. In Sekiro, it's all relative, okay? Look, like, then it's Genichiro again, and that's the one where I snuck up on here's why and found him. Here's why it's relative. The guy who, in spite of the fact that he does, in fact, shout his own name at the beginning of every encounter, can't remember his name. Yeah. He, I had an, I had an easier time with that guy than I did the bull. Even oh, though the I bull, beat the bull is, on my first try. I did not. I had to fight the bull probably ten or twelve times. <laughs> I had to fight the dude. And he fight the dude. Who and that's shouts a, his own and name that's a, a mini. And that's a mini boss. The guy who shouts his own name. You know why I can't remember his name? I know why you can't remember its name because you just don't remember you don't names. Remember anything. But like the reason I don't remember his name is because I think I beat him like the second time. Yeah, I tried. it took me like the sixth or seventh time to beat him. Yeah, I did. I only fought yeah. him, and every subsequent Gosh. time I beat him immediately. Like, yeah. I've never had trouble with that guy. Okay. But I had a lot of trouble with the bull. So the fact that it's a mini boss, who cares? <laughs> I, okay, but I, I didn't have any trouble with him. But then the next one is uh, the Ashina Seven Spears. Yeah. They keep destroying me. Yeah. That's a mini boss. It's because you can't figure out the move you're supposed to do to beat him. It's okay. really easy one. And then I don't know who Lone Shadow is. I'm not stomping out in anger. I just have to go to the bathroom. Okay. And. Yeah, I, I snuck up to where Genichiro is. That's why I were, ran into him. Because uh, the next boss that I'm supposed to fight is the Lady Butterfly. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't run into her. And I haven't been able to fe- defeat the <clears throat> drunkard guy. The, he's a mini boss. I haven't been able to defeat him. Is he like, the one that spits fire at you? I think so. He's got a bunch of guys with him. Oh. Yeah. He sucks. He's got a bunch of little guys with him. <laughs> Boo. And they suck. Boo. And there's a guy who wants to help you, but he gets killed, like, really fast if you don't pick off the little guys. And I was just like... Bosses that have mobs can suck it. I, I hate them. I hate I hate them. But I'm so bad at this game. <laughs> like, I don't know what the deal is, Aaron. I still need to play it. Yeah. It's like, like I'm, I'm pretty good at Souls-like games, mm-hmm. you know, like, like I'm not, I'm not trying to, 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 to like, you know, say that I'm, you know, amazing at them or whatever. But like, I generally can get through them, even if they're the ones that like I've never seen anyone play before. Mm. Like the Surge, I didn't look up any, uh, any, like guide information when I played that one, and I got through it just fine. Mm. But like, Sekiro. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't I can't do anything in that game. Mm-hmm. The dude who, who who shouts his own name <laughs> took me months to beat him. And it took me months just to be able to like get to where he was too. Like, you know, this wasn't like playing every day, but like <clears throat> and part of it was cuz it crushed my spirit trying to get to him. <laughs> but like it took me forever to get to him and then when I got to him, he kept killing me. And then it took me forever to beat him and then I finally was able to beat him. And I've been able to, like, make my way along little paths and mm-hmm. do some progress, but then I always get stopped by someone. And it's, like, it's the drunkard guy in at Harada Estate at Ashina Castle. It's the Ashina Seven Spears guy. Um, and then also I ran into Genichiro, like I said, and he mm-hmm. murdered me. <laughs> and then there's the headless guy in that one cavern who scares the crap out of me. And then I found another way where I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm doing just fine. And um, then I got stuck at some place where, like, I couldn't I couldn't figure out how to get, how to continue on. Like, it just seemed like it ended in a dead end. Mm-hmm. And Elsa was insisting that, like, there was stuff to do there. And I couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. 
And like I found this place with all these these crazy monks and that place was cool and I managed to get through it and clear out a lot of it. But uh, then it like, like after I'd cleared out that area, then I couldn't figure out where else to go. Mm-hmm. I need to go back to it. Yeah. <laughs> like at the very least, because I, I don't like to leave a game at um, like under 50% of the trophies earned if I can help it. Because I just don't like how that looks. Yeah. <laughs> and so even if a game, if it's a game that I'm like really terrible at or I haven't enjoyed, I like to at least try and get it to 50%. Mm-hmm. Except Qbert, which that one's impossible. <laughs> because I have almost all of the trophies and the only trophies I don't have are ones that I cannot figure out how to get. Mm. And I'm still at like 30%. Oh, wow. I hate that game. <laughs> if I could go back in time... There's there's so many things that I would tell past Jensen, but one of the first ones would be, don't you dare start Qbert. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't start it. Yeah. If I could get a gin who would give me 52 wishes, one of my wishes would be that I never tried to play Qbert. 52? <laughs> it's from What We Do in the Shadows. Oh. <laughs> the gin that, that Nandar gets gives him 52 wishes. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Anyway, Love so I, I had my, my good rant about uh, Sekiro, and <laughs> I I am, you know, sad, but I also uh, feel like I I was able to release some, some frustration about that game. So, <laughs> where were we? <laughs> oh, yeah, we asked what game of the year was, and that was what it, that's how it came up. Yeah. Man, that was a, that was a tangent. Um, I don't think we asked. I think somebody just commented on past games of the years and then you went off on a tangent. Because <laughs> I, was, I was wondering if this sole game ever had one game. Oh, yeah. Game. I yes. guess. Okay. Aaron did ask a direct question. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Wait. I don't know. Dragon Age Inquisition run one game of the year in 2014. That's so cute. I didn't know that. It's really cute of them. And then it was Witcher 3 in 2015 and Overwatch in 2016. I mean, Uncharted 4 came out in 2016. I kind of feel like... That should have gotten yeah, it. Yeah, that should have gotten it. <laughs> it was nominated, but like... <laughs> should have won. And then it was Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and then yeah, yeah. God of War, Sekiro, Last of Us Part 2, and It Takes Two. It wow. Takes but, Two? Yeah. But Resident Evil Village came out in 2021. Was that just like a bad year? I guess. <laughs> <And> Resident, <laughs> Resident Evil came out. Yeah, I was going to say. What the heck? It takes two one yeah. over those games? Yeah. It yeah. just seems like a cute game. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't know. I think maybe money changed hands. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, I don't like, no hate to it. it. I'm just a little confused. Yeah. I don't remember playing other yeah. games that year that I don't were... Have any, yeah, I don't have any particular hate to it. I didn't play it, but I heard very mixed things about Put it. Put together so the surprised. game of the year. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with most of the others. Really quick, that knocking sound isn't Zach needing to be let out of a closet or something. Yeah, he hasn't like gotten okay. trapped under a pile of newspapers or something. He's no, the na- basketball. <laughs> yeah. No, it's the the neighbors doing construction. Oh, okay. Which seems to be lasting forever. <laughs> months and months and months. <laughs> yeah. So the next question is basically, I think we already kind of started to get into this, but just is there anything else that uh, hasn't come out yet, but that you we know is coming out towards the end of the year or that we're going to play towards the end of the year that we really think might be a contender for our personal game of the year list? And I think, yeah, yeah. partially just because I 
want to start spoopy season a little early. Yeah. And I started checking out some of the scary, scary games that are coming out. You should play Made of Scare. Made of Scare? Yeah. Lady. I feel like you made that up. No, is this a real it's game? called Made of Scare. <laughs> okay, neighbors. But the spelling, it's made as in like a maid. Uh-huh. Like, you know. Like a... Yeah. Yeah. And Scare is spelled S-K-E-R. Like it's the name of the place. Oh. And I don't know much too much about it, but Lainey showed me a trailer and some like stuff about it. And it, it was so spooky and interesting that I just bought it. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll play that one. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Like, I kind of want to get more into that stuff. And, of course, you know how I feel about spooky games. Yes. They make me happy. Are so. we going to play with Quarry? Uh, yeah, should, I think we should. Yeah. I was actually just thinking about that because I've heard that this is one of the better ones mm-hmm. so that gonna, they've can, done. So, uh, skip right over Little Hope. And was there another one that came out? I've actually heard that Little yeah. Hope is, is good, too. Oh, no, it's yeah. good. No, it was I, good. I didn't yeah. hear anything I, about I watched it. Nicole play it. It was very entertaining. I've I've heard that, like, most people seem, seem to agree that, like, nothing has quite been as fun as Until Dawn. Mm-hmm. But, um, Until Dawn was pretty great. Yeah. But they do keep, like, pretty consistently putting out games that are at least a an entertaining experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. The, so there too. was Little Hope, and then there was oh the one with uh, what's your buck in it from is it Among the Ashes or from the yeah. Ashes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something about something in ashes. Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. And they and all had that one uh, that one actress in it. As far as I can tell, as long as you temper your expectations and you remember that, like in Until Dawn, you're not going to get a lot of wildly different results based off of your choices mm-hmm. yeah. um, ever, but especially not until the end I mean, when you actually can affect things. In Man of Dan, I argue that we could have gotten wildly different results. <laughs> I, yeah, I think so, because Zach and I were playing with Mark and Amy, and we were already getting all kinds of different things happening, and we haven't finished the game yet. Okay, that's kind of fun. So, yeah, because yeah, yeah. in my... I feel like Man of a Dan, we just kind of sucked at our first playthrough. Yeah, that's, yeah. that could have been <laughs> it. We were so bad at it. Like, <laughs> almost everyone died, or yeah. went insane, or got arrested. Like, or killed each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that. <laughs> there was a lot of that. Too bad the footage has been destroyed, so we can't review it and find out what <laughs> yeah. happened there. It's all purple and green. Uh, I don't know why. So really and the sound won't won't line up. Why with it. can't things just work? I don't mm. know. Yeah, Are we so bad at technology. Uh, and then um, <laughs> so we already kind of <laughs> talked about Ragnarok. Like that's the big one that you're mm-hmm. predicting. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Jensen, you just wrote loads. This game yeah. is really well, because because uh, like there's just there's been a lot this year mm-hmm. um, that I feel like could be on my my game of the year, and not even just games that came out this year, but games I played this year. Because mm. you know the way we do game of the year, like <laughs> could be anything. Yeah, yeah. But we like, purposefully try to just not even. Yeah, but like we've still got more games coming out this year that. Uh, like like I said, Saints Row or Ragnarok, um, but also I bought way too many games and I've been just starting a lot of them, and so I don't even know. Yeah, and then they gave us access to even more. I know the PS Plus, like <laughs> yeah, I got so many games. The frustrating I started thing is playing a lot of those Wild games Arms I again. Owned. <laughs> yeah, that was frustrating. <laughs> So 
so good. <laughs> anyway, um, so I think that's it for our questions. I guess they were really confusing. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> in my defense, I did write this at like two in the morning last night. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, also, I, I, um. I don't, I still, I'm not quite sure how to reword it, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> we, we figured it out. We got there. We got yep. there. So what non-video game thing are we currently obsessed with? I literally, okay. I wrote the feudal daily exercise of trying to establish control over my life. Like I said, I did this at 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> but also relatable. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I literally just couldn't think of anything else. Uh-huh. It's like, I'm just really excited that I have an, uh, a cooler full of ice now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're not you're obsessed with. And we're supposed to the fact well, that you I... have gotten like just cups full of ice. And just eating ice. Yeah, you just she brought a cup of ice with her. Uh-huh. I don't think she put any drink in it. She just no, it's because I ended up we also ended up getting drinks and this is like the chewable ice, so I'm just mm. chewing on it. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. all I'm all out of my chewable ice. I'm really sad. Oh bummer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love me some chewable ice. You did say you've been writing a lot. Yeah, I have. I um I'm pretty close to finishing the third book in the series that I'm working on, and I'm actually pretty close to finishing the fourth book as well because Ooh. I was writing them around the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're from two different characters' perspectives, so and there was only a few events that like affected sequence or uh-huh. anything, so it was pretty easy to do that. Cool. And once I have five books in this series done, I think I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna start just publishing them, regardless mm-hmm. of what else is going on, because I think that's enough of a buffer. Yeah, <laughs> you get it. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm excited. Yay! Yay books. <laughs> Yay, self-publishing! Because I don't like being told what to do. (laughs) Um, Well, I have been pretty boring outside of video games. Um, I haven't seen all of Longmire yet. I'm getting pretty close Mm. to being done with that. Um, So I've been, yeah, watching that again pretty slowly. I also just randomly decided to rewatch Brooklyn Nine-Nine during work, and that's a great time. Um, And I never watched the last season. Like, I watched the second to last season, and it wasn't great. Like, they just went all in on the whole political thing, and I was just like, that's not why I watch comedies, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) And just like, yeah, kind of a bummer. I think they got pretty hung up on the idea of, like, everybody's sick of propaganda. We Mm. have to um, we have to lampshade this issue and discuss it, which I don't think is necessarily a bad idea, but I do think that they might have they might have maybe lost the thread when it came to like what it was that people were going to the show for. Yeah. Like we do want to be able to laugh. Laugh. <laughs> but <laughs> and um, feel joy. Yeah. But like, like yeah, it just wasn't like funny. I get it. I get it. Copaganda sucks. But just because you critique the fact that you're copaganda doesn't mean you're not copaganda. And at some point everybody's gonna be aware of that. And like and then you just feel tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, just just be be what you are. Be a, a sitcom and just like, just let us escape from real life for a little bit. Don't no, keep beating it allowed. to death. Like, not oh my gosh. Allowed. Real life is misbehaved. <laughs> it must be beaten. <laughs> so hopefully they ditch that for the last season because I am curious to see how the final season actually went. So I we'll see. I didn't know that it was over. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm like really there, there was a pretty, there was a pretty big gap between the penultimate and the final season. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't even know they were going to do another season. Yeah. But yeah. So fingers crossed. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm a little worried that the light on my thing doesn't light up when I talk. I'm sad. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> so I decided to... Oh, it's lighting up! Yay! Yay! <laughs> I decided to, to once again start a grand rewatch of Frasier. Yay! I love Frasier so day. much, you guys. <laughs> so good. Um, so I've been watching Frasier lately. I also briefly... Um, was kind of doing a, a rewatch of MST3K, and I'm sure I'll end up watching more. But man, I love those movies; they're so <laughs> funny. But uh, Frasier is Frasier is still like you know, oh yeah, Top it's the 10. best. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Easily. Like there's there's obviously some things that have not aged well. Every once in a while, there's a joke that I'm like, ooh, that's. <laughs> That's not. That's not a good. You just good go. Book. Oh, I just yeah. remembered the nineties. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but like for the most part, it's it's still just fantastic. Mm. And oh. you know, Daphne and Niles are my OTP. Yes. So <laughs> uh, I love them. <laughs> so good. All right, and what are we playing next? Spoopy. <laughs> Spoopy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm already so excited for Halloween. <laughs> I know. I don't know what I'm going to play for Spoopy Season. Oh, wait. I just bought that that PlayStation. Uh, I saw. I bought that PS3 what that was signed by Ryan Reynolds. What about Scare game that you Well, yeah, bought. no, I'm going to play. Why did you buy it if you were going to play it? <laughs> I'm going to play Made of Scare, but I mean, that's one spooky game. Okay. But I also bought that PS3 that was signed by Ryan Reynolds, and it came with, like, every uh, Resident Evil game that was out for, for PS3 Ooh. already installed on it. Cool. So... <laughs> I'll probably play some Resident Evil. Nice. <laughs> some old PS3 <laughs> Resident Evils. Maybe I'll play five. Even though I know that the the um the the NPC, like the AI uh is not good mm-hmm. and um <laughs> it's a pain. I still think I'll probably Oh, I just skipped to my thing, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> also Saints Row. There. Now I've done my turn. So was that all of yours, Elsa? Yeah, just spoopy season. Spoopy games. Spoopy season. Yay. Yeah. Aaron, what about you? I feel like you're the one who kind of has more serious titles in the latter yeah, half. She's of got this a whole paragraph written. Yeah. <laughs> I have I, two words. I wrote last last minute. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it earlier while we were answering questions. Um, well, I downloaded Yakuza Like a Dragon from PlayStation nice. Plus. So that'll be awesome. And also, so I've known for a while now um, that there are fan-made missions for Thief, but I figured that it was just like kind of like sketchy software that you'd have to download. And I'm like, do I trust that enough? Yeah. But I watched a video, like this guy talking about why, like why Thief is still so beloved today. And he mentioned all these fan missions and actually Luke, uh, so Looking Glass, um, the original developer for Thief released software in 1998 so that fans could make missions for the game. 
Um, and they're actually contests, and I think they're still going to this day. Cool. So I definitely want to get in on these fan missions because, oh my gosh, you know me, I'm always looking for more thief. <laughs> so, yay. Oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> yes, but I, th- I think I need to make myself play the first thief (laughs) before i get into those (laughs) i just don't like zombies and the weird creatures but it's fine i'll get through it (laughs) It like if it's still still so beloved today then why don't we have another one right like come on guys (laughs) i want more thief games I think we did it. We did it. <laughs> we did a, a real sleepy podcast. Yes. So sleepy. Sleepy podcast. <laughs> we stayed awake. Barely. <laughs> Most tired oh my gosh. in the land again. <laughs> yes. Aside from the princess who is not in this episode because she is actually sleeping. Um, so we might argue that she's the tiredest princess in the land at the moment. <laughs> oh, maybe. 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 Hopefully it's restful sleep. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so stick around for the next one. No, I'm redoing that. Stick around for the next one. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in there. <laughs> no. I hated it the second it left my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm going to leave it in there. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. Your hopes, your dreams, your loves and fears. Message us at Princess and Pod on Instagram and Twitter or check out our YouTube channel, Princess and Another Video. You can also email us at Princess and Another Podcast at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you. Take good care of your gamer hearts and souls.